Hey, this is Lori Sudbrink with Unlimited Coaching Solutions. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend Scott Ferguson. Hey, 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 time to shine today. Varsity Squad, it's Scott Ferguson. And I got to have a conversation, a long-awaited conversation with my good friend Lori Sudbrink. She is a best-selling author, speaker, and coach. And she's with the company Unlimited Coaching Solutions. And her kind of motto is, do you have grit? And grit is an acronym. I'm not even going to share what the acronym is. You're going to have to listen because she breaks it down and it's fantastic. She's the middle of uh, middle child of 14 children. And she has been endorsed by Ken Blanchard and Don Miguel Ruiz. Uh, huge authors there from like the Four Agreements to the One Minute Manager, I believe is Ken Blanchard. But it's going to be an awesome interview. So sit back, relax. Break out your notebook, because here comes my good friend, Lori Sudbrink. Hey, hey, time to shine varsity squad, podcast squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I have the privilege of having a great conversation here with Lori Sudbrink. And she has some serious, serious, serious credentials across the board with regards to helping you get you grit and leveling up. She's an author, speaker, and trainer. And you have to check out her website, unlimitedcoaching.com, where she finds that business leaders face significant pressure to recruit and retain best employees, effectively build a team, create a culture that is healthy. And Lori's passion for empowering people inspired her to establish Unlimited Coaching Solutions in 1999. She is known for her ability to connect with her audience through her fusion of real-life stories and her practical approach that hit home at an intense and intimate level. Lori is the author of Leading with Grit, which was endorsed by, get this, people, by Ken Blanchard, the author of The One Minute Manager, which is sitting right here to my left, and also Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements, which is sitting right here. No, that's on my Kindle, but it's on my (laughs) Kindle. She's also created the Grit Training Programs and is an Amazon Choice Grit Productivity Planner. Lori speaks to organizations across the globe and continues to work with the best and brightest in the leadership development field. And those are some serious, serious credentials, Lori. So I'm going to bring you on here. I want to introduce your, have you introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today squad. But first, please tell us your favorite color and why. Favorite color. That's, that is a, that's a good one because I, I have so many favorite colors. And I'll say I'm looking out the window right now and I'm going, it's nature. It's the color of nature. I mean, I just love the greens and the blues and last night, the full moon with the pinkish hue and the sunsets and I can't pick one. So can I just say nature? Nature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no problem. We'll go with nature. That's our new, we're inventing that color. I love it. I, I picture nature as kind of like a nice huey of green for growth. You had to yeah. mix in with blue for the nice sky and the ocean and whatnot. So <laughs> yeah, was, and authenticity, you know, it's yes. that genuine. Yes. <laughs> tell us your, tell us your origins. Lori, where you yeah. got started, and let's let's work our way up, work our uh, work our way through from there. Okay, I'm gonna try to make this short because I really feel like this started in my childhood. Um, I was a middle child of 14, and it was a blended family. Wow. I, you know, candidly, it was a very dysfunctional family, and I think that <laughs> it plays a, a big role here because <laughs> I, you know, I think back to 
when I was younger, even just trying to get people to communicate and, and listen to each other and, and be genuine and, and talk about things. And um, fast forward to, uh, you know, about um, the time that I was working in um, my first real job, we'll call it. And I was on the factory line and I got moved up into the office area and I was the, um, I was the assistant to the controller at the time. And I just, I, I remember thinking, gosh, this place is dysfunctional. <laughs> you know, there's, there's <laughs> people not talking to each other, people not, you know, it's, it, it was kind of um, surreal when I watched it. It was like the managers were rewarding people for things like, um, you know, not doing a lot of work. They, they didn't want to deal with it. And I watched this and, and, you know, myself too, I watched how I reacted in this environment. And I thought, you know, there's something really wrong with us as human beings that we're not able to have these candid conversations and talk to each other and do the stuff that we that we need to do and um, about 15 years later the company was filing chapter 11 and I just remember thinking okay this is it this is my time I've got, I've got to get out and do something simultaneously I was going through some more dysfunction in my life I was getting divorced you know there's there was stuff going on there too so I ended up taking um, my daughter and moving about two hours away to the Rochester New York area and just said I'm starting my business here um, and I just grassroots started working in companies, helping people to have these conversations, to look at what I didn't know then is now called emotional intelligence, to pay mm -hmm. attention to those things. And that's really how I got started. And um, that was in 1999. And I've been doing that ever since. And now I talk to much larger audiences. And sure. You know, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> What was the, was the divorce kind of the aha moment to really kind of mm. spread your wings going on your own? And if so, how did your family react to that with you being, you know, kind of going out, even though the, the company kind of folded, like kind of going out on your own and, and doing that? Were they supportive or? Yeah, you know, well, well, going back to your first question about the divorce, I really think it was the universe pushing me. I think it was a perfect storm of things that okay. just said, you need, I, all I can think of is REO Speedwagon, time for me to fly. You know, it's like <laughs> time to get out there and do something because you're not doing what you were meant to do. And I can't say that I, at a conscious level, had a plan and knew what I was doing. Um, my, <laughs> right. my, you know, my mom was in Newfoundland, Canada, and she was always very supportive. My dad had actually stolen us kids when we were younger. Oh. And so I wasn't raised with my mom. And but she was very supportive of whatever I decided to do. I did get a really good relationship with her later in life when I finally you know, was brought back together with her. But, um, and my dad was kind of absent. So the family, I had my, one of my sisters, very, very supportive. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it wasn't, it, I was very independent. And so whatever I decided to do, I just did it, you sure. know, and it was, it was kind of like that. It wasn't a plan. It just, everything kind of was brewing. And I just said, all right, I'm out of here. I, I've got to get, I've got to have a fresh start. I've got to start somewhere new. And that's really right. what so you were born into kind of a family of, lack of a better term, the dysfunction, but it seems like you were, am I right in saying maybe you're kind of in the middle of the pack of the 14? Oh, yeah. Okay, Smack so you were, <laughs> right, so you were actually serving both ends of the spectrum, or like serving people that are older and younger, yeah. so that that's probably, I, I feel kind of maybe where your 
it subconsciously it might have started a little bit. With that exactly. being said, like how did how did you get your first client then? Ooh, you go through divorce. I've been through one, and I know it can. Yeah. Tons of blind spots that come up in your life, and you're like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. So how did you land that first one? Yeah, first client was I was speaking. Um, somebody canceled uh, this their talk that they were going to do at a small rotary outside of Rochester. And somebody just knew that I was eager to speak anywhere. And I went in and did a 10 or 15 minute talk on listening skills and landed my first um, bank client. And I went in, yeah, and talked to, uh, he said, oh my gosh, we need you, we need you. I don't know how this looks, but, and I went in and talked to his team, and then I soon was working with the, um, you know, the, the upper C-suite of the bank yeah. and stuff, and it really grew organically like that. Okay. So when you, when you get in front of the, okay, so you're, you're brought in a lot of times by CEOs or the head of the company, and so they're looking to have you kind of bring in and to understand that strategy isn't always what works. You have the, the culture in place. So you're, I'm thinking that you probably bring in like maybe a plan for the culture, but the CEO brings you in, he's on board. The guy below him is probably looking at you like, dude, we don't need this person. Like what the hell? Why her? Who's yeah. Lori? How do you break the ice with that person to get them to buy, not buy into, I hate using that term, but trust you. Yeah. To yeah. bring in your new kind of culture, if you will. Yeah, this is um, one of the most important things that we need to do is connect and build that rapport and trust with someone. And the first thing I do is just be completely honest and vulnerable, help them to see that I understand where they're mm -hmm. coming from. I mean, being a middle child in a dysfunctional family is certainly something that, um, you know, sprouted this whole thing for me, but working in all different capacities in an organization um, and being kind of in the middle, an employee, a boss, all of that, I can relate to what people are going through. Um, and I really just help them to see that I'm here for them and this is about them. Um, at the same time, it's a win-win-win. We're all gonna you know, do much better individually from a personal level, help mm -hmm. them to see that what we're talking about here is very transferable skills into all areas of your life. Um, but it's, it's definitely going to help the CEO and it's definitely going to help the bottom line. Love but it. at that moment, I'm servicing that person, nice. not the CEO. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And the people that might be under him or her yeah. as well. So what do you think makes a great coach? Oh, somebody that can really be present and listen, not think that they know the answer, but just help that person to find the answer within themselves and be empowered to make choices, make decisions, um, and, and get the courage to do what they really know that they need to do. And the coach is just that conduit. We don't have the answers. Sure. Um, sometimes that might get in the way. We think we right, have the answers, right. but no, you know, we're just that messenger helping someone become who they're supposed to be. So really no cookie cutter. You are actually digging in and really trying to find their blind spots to help them out. And that's probably done through some pretty powerful questions that you ask, right? Yeah, Definitely powerful questions. You know, I use some tools along the way. I'm definitely the grit model, generosity, respect, integrity, and truth. And, um, you know, helping people to dig in and understand who they are and accept who they are and who they want to be. And where's that gap? And how do we work with integrity to get there and respect what we need, what other people need, so that we can be genuinely generous 
Sure. Um, and you know, that's, that's really the crux of it. I also work with disc. I've been certified oh, yeah. in the, the disc tool. So what, what are you then? <laughs> Can you guess? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm thinking you might be a high C with a next D. Uh, I'm, I'm not actually, sure. Yeah, I'm actually ID, and this ID. The disc okay. model being dominance, influence, setting this conscientious. Yeah. Risk. So very influential and uh, very direct and to the point. So I don't like to anybody wasting my time and stuff. It's like let's get to it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Where did the grit come from? The the what what are we looking at there? There, this respect, integrity, yeah. and truth. What was the generosity? So did you come up with that, or is that something that yeah. you worked with? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, years ago, when I had a team of people working with me, we were, you know, frankly, we were just trying to put a name to what it was we were doing with people in the workplace, how we were helping them. And we were in this um, conference room that had the whiteboard painted all over, and we were writing, you know, stuff all over, and sure. you know, just brainstorming. And the words generosity, respect, integrity, and truth just popped they out. I love that. And it was like grit. And then we started talking further about it. And I said, you know, I don't, I, I'm not necessarily happy about the way I um, have to start with the last truth, go integrity, respect, and then generosity. But it really <laughs> is the path to getting to grit. And it's not your typical grit. You know, it's the typical grit is go out there, get, you know, get this at whatever cost, you know, trample over people, you'll get this goal or, or do it at the expense of your health or your own relationships. And this grit is more about doing it without the collateral damage. So we're, we're in balance with what we need and with what other people need so that we can be genuinely generous. Love it. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's grit. Yep. <laughs> so that's great. And, so when you, who, okay, let's put this way. If I'm at a networking event and I'm pressing some flesh, well, right now we're not because we're in like day 900 of our oh quarantine. Yeah. But what, what am I listening for when I talk to people to think of Lori Sudbring for unlimited coaching? Like, you know, what kind of keywords are they saying that I might say, Hey, I want to put it together with, with Lori. Well, it's the, um, you know, the negative talk about the boss. <laughs> it's okay. the uh, lack of communication. It's the stress. It's the I'm feeling overwhelmed. It's like we have no direction. We don't know what we're doing here. It's, sure. the, um, you know, my, my boss is a jerk kind of thing. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's all those pain points that right. you're hearing from people in the workplace. Um, and then going in, you know, to deeper questions to find out, well, you know, wh what is it, what is it feeling like there? What is it looking like? What is it, what would it be if you had that magic wand and it, it could be the way you wanted it to be and, and exploring and helping them to see, um, you know, really what is the root of it? Because a lot of times people will come to me and they'll say, sure. oh, we need a communications workshop or we need a stress management workshop. And then it's like, well, okay, let, can we, can I ask you a few questions first, you know, and, and I start to dig in and, and more times than I've expected, I've found a different thing that people needed. And more times than not, it was the level above that needed the work okay. before the level that they wanted the work to be done with. Um, and so it's really important because leaders, um, especially formal leaders in that role, but even informal leaders mm -hmm. are making a difference. And we have to, we have a different responsibility 
um, in the workplace and in our lives, we really have to take care of ourselves so that what we're putting out there sure. is, is hope. And it's, you know, right. it's helping people. Yeah. So it's, you have to kind of push it out there in a way that they want to trust you and build their culture. Yes, I have that a lot of times where people will come up to me and yeah, my employees suck <laughs> or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, yeah. well, let's, let's look into that. Okay, so I know a great resource that I can turn them to. That That's fantastic. So let's hop in our, uh, our DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the time when Lori was 22 years old. Let's meet Lori. Mm. Are you telling her with the knowledge <laughs> you have now? I am telling her to take a deep breath, um, to look inside, to pay attention to how you're feeling and what thought is is behind that, and uh, be a little more patient. No, um, yeah. <laughs> and what do you think, because you're a middle child of a lot, um, what do you think people misunderstand about Lori the most? Uh, they misunderstand my my passion and my empathy. I think for being um, too forceful sometimes, you know. Just uh, I get very very passionate about things, and I'm outspoken, and I can be direct. And I think sometimes that can be uh, misunderstood as is trying to force or just being maybe too loud sometimes. I think you're trying to be heard when you're a kid. The only reason why I'm saying is I'm oh, a middle yeah. child too, okay? <laughs> so I get I want to be heard, so I'm like, oh, you know. Absolutely. You know, so especially during this time, you know, I'm a, I'm a residential, I'm a luxury realtor here in South Florida, and yeah. it's like things are just going, I'm just like kind of biting at my my team, and I'm like, I can't do that, you know. it's Right. But, uh, but people will misunderstand that from me. I don't not like you. It's that I want to be heard sometimes. Well, thank you for being transparent with that. that that's amazing. Sure. Is there any good question that when you start talking to people that are prospects for unlimited coaching solutions, is there any good questions that you wish they would ask you but never do? Oh, wow. Any good questions I wish they would ask me? Um, probably the, the biggest question is the why. Like, what, why, why do you think this might be happening in our organization. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So let's, let's remove our cell phone, our laptop, our iPad, or whatever you're using. Let's take Good. that out of the equation. What are three things that Lori can't live without? Oh, my gosh. I'd love to live without electronics. <laughs> Put me out in the middle of the woods, right? So I would probably say let's remove um, family, too, because I couldn't live without my daughter and my grandson. Sure. But I, I would say nature is probably one of the number one things. Put me in a tiny house in a beautiful area any day of the week over a mansion in the city. I would love, you know, can't live without nature. Um, music. I love music. Like music just feeds my soul. It motivates me. I, I don't want to live without music. and. Uh, I guess I'd have to say grit. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Without grit. <laughs> just a reminder, it's generosity, integrity, and truth, yeah. people. I might just steal it and turn it into trig, you know, and truth, <laughs> <laughs> respect, integrity, and generosity. I'm love just it. kidding. I won't do that. I love it. I, I won't it. do that. But l tell me your definition of a life well lived. I think it's, um, you know, just uh, being, being truly I know it sounds cliche, but being truly happy with who we are, with the decisions that we've made, 
feeling like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and, and, and not something that somebody else thinks you should be or even in your own head, you know, just living the life that um, you've got right here in front of you, being present. Love that. Just be present, be empathetic, right? Yeah, like really here. Yeah. I love that. I love that you're attached to nature as well because doing that will kind of give you a sabbatical, you know, yeah. to be able to kind of step away. I mean, luckily I have this big, huge Atlantic Ocean I'm looking at here to my left. I'm blessed to be looking at it. that, but it's like, it, that's my little time in, in, in sabbatical. So we're going to move into our level up lightning round. Okay. okay. <laughs> There's five or six questions I'm going to ask you, but we got to, we, we could talk for each one for 20 minutes, but we're going to, my producer's laughing because I always say this to everybody. <laughs> Five to seven seconds. This is rapid fire. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you. Ready to go? Ready. <laughs> All right, Lori. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Oh, I would say the best leveling up would be to mind my thoughts because they drive my emotions and my behavior. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Oh, uh, keeping healthy, um, really from all levels, keeping, keeping myself very healthy. Love that. Love it. Love it. Other than unlimitedcoaching.com and of course, time to shine today.com. That's my shameless plug. What is a great website that you like to go to level up? Oh gosh. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge Google fan. Like I, I'm, you just I'm end it right there the because place. when someone says Google, that works, that that's perfect. <laughs> we'll end it right there. That's fine. Okay, what is your go-to book? Not not the flavor of the week, not your own. What is the book that you like to hand out to people? Four and Agreements. There Don you McElroy. go, Donnie. Okay, love that. What's your favorite charity or organization that you like to give your time and/or money to? Mm. I I give to. Um, uh, suicide organization. Thank you for and, doing that. Yeah, and I change up all the time. My proceeds from my grip planner actually go to that. I had two brothers Beautiful. that died. Thank you for suicide. doing that. Yeah. All right, last question. What is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? I got to pick the 80s. 80s, I love the 80s too. Big hair, don't care. Love it. Okay, so leave the Time to Shine Today podcast squad with one knowledge nugget do you want them to take with them, internalize, and in, in, envelop into their life? I'm going to say keep your thoughts healthy. Focus on thoughts that, that, that serve you instead of that, um, you know, ruin you. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And what, how can we find you? Well, uh, leadingwithgrit.com. Uh, you can sign up and get uh, free workplace tips from there. And also I'm really trying to work on my YouTube channel because I'm not great at video. So if you go to Lori Sudbrink, L-A-U-R-I-E-S-U-D-B-R-I-N-K on any of the social media, you can find me there. Well, beautiful. And tell us about the grit productivity tr um, planner that we can find on Amazon. Because by the yeah. way, folks, whoever replies first into the Facebook page, which this is going to come out a couple weeks from now, this actual interview, but whoever replies into the Facebook fan page, I'm going to personally send you um, a copy of the ebook for, from Lori's Grit Productivity Planner. But tell us a little bit about it, please. Very cool. Thanks. Yeah, the, the Productivity Planner is all about being able to look at your life, figure out what you want out of life, um, not 
set competing goals so that you're depleting yourself. It's all about grit. And it's a full year undated planner. Um, Amazon.com slash gritty stuff. G-R-I-T-T-Y-S-T-U-F-F is where you can find um, the planner. So, yeah, it's a great tool to create the life that you really deserve. That's awesome. And, Squad, it's been such a pleasure to sit down with my friend, Lori Sudbrink, and grit. Wow. I've never heard this put this way, but generosity, respect, integrity, and truth. That's an amazing way to level up and live your life, to also level up your emotional intelligence, to be vulnerable when you're meeting people, yet confident. Lori's she's humble she's hungry she levels up her health levels up her wealth and now she's part of our squad and you can't go anywhere so i appreciate you coming on and sharing these valuable knowledge nuggets with the time to shine podcast squad and thank you thanks so much for having me and you know i was going to offer i'm happy to kick in a free planner too so it's awesome yep so people the first two people that actually comment when we drop her podcast into the time to shine today uh, facebook page we'll get two or we'll get one from each of us <laughs> we'll do that all righty thank you so so much Lori. thanks hey thanks so much for listening to this episode of time to shine today podcast probably brought to you by sutter and nugent real estate real estate excellence who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.